Welcome back to Footsteps in the Attic, the podcast dedicated to all things strange and all things paranormal. I hope everyone is having a wonderful Thanksgiving week. We are going to have a small but fun gathering ourselves, so I hope you're all with your families or having Friendsgivings, and you have a wonderful time. This week, I thought we would do something fun because I do get random questions from friends and I get random emails, and I thought I would compile them and do a special Thanksgiving edition of Question and Answers. So let's get right into it. By the way, I apologize if there is a slight echo in the room. The room I am currently recording in is quite large, and I don't have enough furniture in it right now, so the sound tends to uh, reverberate off the walls. <laughs> but um, Sean asks, how is Emily the doll? Any updates? Well, Sean, I think I did update everyone on Emily, but I had to dispose of Emily a few months back. She gave off what I would describe as a strange energy. Now, I'm not going to say it was anything overwhelming. There weren't doors flying off hinges. There weren't major mechanical malfunctions. But um, I just thought for everyone's betterment in the household, it was best to dispose of Emily safely and quietly. So there you go. Um, Cemetery Dweller, great name by the way, clearly an email name, um, asks if it is dangerous to do EVP work in a graveyard. And the honest answer is it can be because uh, it really depends on the energy you're attracting. If you get an earthbound spirit, um, you're probably going to get a human attachment. But if you do enough provocation you can invoke a negative attachment. And really that can happen in any type of EVP work, but particularly in a graveyard because you're dealing with obviously um, hundreds if not thousands of bodies and there are uh, spirits attached to that area. So if you go poking the bear, the spiritual bear, you can get an attachment. So just be careful out there, cemetery dweller. Um, Don asks if he should buy a doll on eBay, which has a history of sexual attacks. <laughs> is it safe? Well, first of all, that is uh, a very interesting question there, Don. I would try Match.com if I were you instead of eBay. But uh, on a serious note, I would be very careful if I were you. That is most likely not a human attachment to that doll. It could be a succubus or an incubus, and that could open you up to a world of danger and something that you will never be able to get rid of. So think with the uh, smart head, not with the other one, all right? <laughs> um, Alicia asks, do I believe there is a strange vortex over in Alaska or over Alaska. Um, well, I did see there's a new show dedicated to that very question. So I'm guessing that's probably where you got it. And yes, I do believe something is occurring in Alaska because that's where more people go missing than any other state. Uh, I believe there is an energy there. I think 
there's some interdimensional activity, I think there's UFO activity, and uh, cryptozoological activity there. So, yes, there's definitely something going on. Uh, It's a topic we will explore later and in more detail in a future episode, so be on the lookout for that. Uh, Maya asks, did I like the movie Krampus? (laughs) Short and sweet. Um, I did mention Krampus in a previous episode, but uh, I did not like the movie itself. I thought it was kind of corny, and I think they really should have focused on Krampus, which could be really, if you do that film right, that could be pretty creepy. And uh, it has... Obviously, it has a built-in great premise behind it, so go more with that. But the the movie itself that they made was kind of, I don't know, goofy and just didn't really stick to the the the, the core of the lore. So I didn't mean to rhyme right there. But no, I, I didn't love it. I didn't love the movie. But I do like the Krampus um, legend. Um, Slimer fan asks... What are my thoughts on the little people spotted in parts of Central America and on the continent of Africa? And that is, I don't know, I find that very creepy. There's something about just little people, like Lilliputian size, just creeping around in the jungle um, that's very unsettling. And I'm definitely open to that possibility. If they've found large skulls and large skeletons, they can certainly find... uh, skeletons of little people and we just don't know what's out there in the world so uh even in certain um tribes in africa they worship the little the little beings so um there could very well be something to that phenomenon i certainly am open-minded to it so um might be something we will explore down the road who knows Um, Angelica asks if tarot cards are safe and well it's kind of like this cemetery question it really depends on the energy you're putting forth and the time I would say be careful don't spend too much time don't put too much of your energy into it and don't make every decision based on the turn of a card because that's when a, a negative spirit could potentially enter your environment and start um, to try to exert dominion over you. So just, I would approach tarot with a sense of fun and don't put too much time or emotional energy into it. Uh, Freddy Krueger's Glove, which might be my favorite name of these questions, says he and his family just moved into a historic house down south and they have spotted shadow people or they believe they have in the basement is this a bad thing and the honest answer is most likely Um, shadow people typically are negative if not demonic in many cases they are demonic if you're seeing something blacker than black blacker than night it is time to um, approach with caution I mean, and I don't mean physically approach, I mean approach the situation. I wouldn't provoke or get near these beings. I think it's time to get a demonologist involved, definitely do a cleansing. Um, If you need help, you have my email address. You can uh, let me know and I can put you in touch with somebody who could help you. But 
be careful with shadow people. It usually is associated with a negative haunting. Um, Kim asks what I thought of Ghostbusters 2 and that she loved my interview with Jennifer Runyon. Um, You know, I have to say I love Jennifer Runyon. We're definitely going to have her back on the show. Um, As for Ghostbusters 2, I didn't like it in the beginning, but over time I've really come to uh, enjoy it. And so I have to say I like it. (laughs) Um, The fun fact about that, I I had to look this actor's name up, but the guy who played Vigo, Wilhelm von Hamburg, I think his name was, was a former boxer and professional wrestler. And his voice, though, was so um, sort of garbled that they replaced his voice uh, with the actor Max von Sydow, of course, from The Exorcist and many other films. But they didn't tell Wilhelm that they took his voice out of the movie. So he was pissed and just stormed out when he saw himself on screen and noticed that his voice was not coming out of the character which I have to say, I'd be pretty pissed too, but thought you would enjoy that random trivia question. Maybe we will do a Ghostbusters 2 episode down the road and uh, dedicate the whole episode to it. Who knows? Um, Alicia asks, if I like Halloween or Christmas more? Great question. Simple question, which I like. Um, I love Halloween. Obviously, I'm big into ghosts, but I have to give the nod to Christmas. I have both Halloween tattoo and a Christmas tattoo, but Christmas is always going to give me that warm, comfortable, just uh, excited feeling that no other holiday does. And uh, again, It's a Wonderful Life is my favorite movie of all time. So I'm going to give the nod to Christmas. Sorry if my voice is given out on me. Um, Grayson asks, if I would ever do ghost hunting full time, uh, Grayson, if the money was there, I would do that in a heartbeat. I'd be happy to explore haunted houses full time easily. I would go to locations. I would snoop around. Um, I would love to do that. Um, as you know, my sister and I put a documentary out there, the witch of Hinsdale. It's available on all major streaming networks. So if you want to catch us in action, I invite you to check it out and give me your thoughts. And let's see, Amy asks if uh, blood packs with the devil can be reversed. Um, Yes and no. It really depends on who you reach out to for help. Um, Like a previous question, I'd have to say you have to get a demonologist involved um, who will then be in touch with the clergy and it could be potentially reversed that way but those are not easy you've literally put your bodily fluids on a piece of parchment and pledged that to the devil so not an easy thing to take back and amy i hope you're just asking that out of curiosity and didn't actually but uh if so shoot me an email And I can get somebody in touch with you to help out. Um, Carlos asks, what are devil dogs? (laughs) And no, I don't think he means the 
pastry or the tasty cake type thing. I think he means just what are like physical devil dogs, otherwise known as hellhounds, which you may may have seen in movies like The Omen. Uh, basically, they are in lore guardians of the devil. Uh, sometimes they take the forms of, uh, I should say, sometimes the devil itself or himself is known to take the form of the hound, but uh, in other cultures you might even refer to them as a werewolf, but traditionally hellhounds are considered like guardians for the devil or the demons, Um, and yes, I do believe that they exist, so be careful. Um, And finally, which I kind of purposely saved this question for the end because it wraps up the holiday perfectly. Uh, M asks if her loved ones on the other side will be around on Thanksgiving. And of course they will. Of course they will. Um, Look for scents. Look for um, uh, light manipulation. um, Differences in temperature. Um, sometimes it's just an emotional feeling will suddenly overcome you. And sometimes it's everything I just mentioned at once. But yes, if you project that loving energy out there, just like if you project uh, negative energy out there, something can and will respond. And I can say in all full faith that your loved ones on the other side will be with you on Thanksgiving. And I hope all of you have a wonderful Thanksgiving. And this is Brian Hobson for Footsteps in the Attic. We'll see you next week.